This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Before the game in bed or is it just me? <laughs> well, I don't, to be honest. Obviously, oh, all the good deodorants are still available. No? Let's put it out there to the people. Do you put deodorant on before you go to bed? Links. I mean, links. Paul, of all things, man, you should not have said that tonight. No way. <laughs> that, mate. Oh, I could be you, of Africa. You should have known the second I saw that, I was going to rip you for it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Oh, dear. Right, Paul. Paul, what, um, yeah. what links is it? Not links, Africa. It? Not, not Africa. Africa. No. <laughs> no. No, it's it's actually it's called Lynx Attract, and it's quite a nice smell. And you know, if I if I spray it on before I get in bed, you never know, do you? You know, attract, attract. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you never know, do you? <laughs> oh, you been, you well, we started series eleven off uh, where we left series ten, so at least it's funny. You know what? Yeah. We, we 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 we've done this now all through the the, the COVID pandemic, and we we wanted to keep in touch with everybody. And I think it was the right and the best decision that we could have made. Uh, a great end to Series 10. Wow, what what an ending that was. Um, you know what? Man, the guests we had last year, I'll tell you what, they were, they were just phenomenal. And we have to thank our good friend, Mr. Courtney, Craig Courtney, for arranging all these guests. Oh, and yeah. uh, he does such a marvellous job in the background. And I've never met the man. So I really I need to he, I reckon he wears links as well. <laughs> Richard, can I ask you a question? Yes, Nick, go ahead. Do you wear links? Uh, well, do you know what I'm wondering? Ah, I'm... Don't, don't, you, don't you dare stutter. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'm wondering if Paul puts it on his head before he gets to bed, and that's why he's bald. Come on, happen. Absolute quality. Absolute quality. No, I'm a right guard. Oh, I'm a right guard, man. Right guard, are you? Right okay, guard. so here we go, lovely. So, series 11, we're welcoming Richard Beale into the show tonight. Thank you ever so much for giving your time up tonight for us, Richard. Uh, we're normally here for about an hour and a half, and um, we'll talk about anything and everything blues. That's it. That's all we do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I hear you crossed the street, didn't you? You went to the other side. I did. I, uh, I left... I left uh, <laughs> Yeah, when I come out of Blues, um, I got a phone call straight away from Aston Villa. I've got to put a roof over. Two words that we're not allowed to use on this show, and you must mention both of them. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Um, yeah, Mark Harrison become the academy manager there, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, um, I need to get straight back into work. How did you feel? How did you feel crossing the divide? Because there's not many. There's not that many that have done it. There are a few over the years. I promise you this. One thing I promise you: as a lifelong Birmingham City fan. 
nobody ever got a picture of me and my kit. And so many people were desperate to get a picture of me in that training kit. I used to come home. Like when, when I worked at Blues, I'd, I'd stop at the shops or do everything in my kit. And in that villa kit, I went straight on, I got chance and then went about my duties. As a lifelong Birmingham City fan, you managed to drape yourself in the cloths of the anti-god. <laughs> it, 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 it beat a cardboard box, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather warm one, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> no, well, no, that's something I'd rather wear Lynx Africa than. Well. I gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, I gonna, yeah I'm, I'm sharing that with you. need more than Lynx for that. It's shaking back for that. You weren't there long, though, was you? You wasn't there long, About nine months, and then... Um, yeah. And then uh, Jimmy Shan got a job at Solihull and asked me to be the assistant there with him. And uh, I jumped at the chance to, to go and do that and work work at first team level. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. To get yeah. Out of it. So did you play? Did, did, did you play yourself at any level, mate? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played um, in the conference over here for, for, for a long time. And I went and played in America then at a professional level. But never anywhere huh? top 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 draw. I played about 400 games though, and in, at age 30. I was part-time, uh, no, I was full-time at Blues, but Alex McLeish asked me to do the under-23 team, the reserve team as it was then, and uh, I had to make a bit of a decision really, so I, I stopped playing then. But... Of course, Alex Alex, Alex made that, that fateful cross as well, but you know, yeah. what was it actually like working with him though? Brilliant, brilliant. He was That's good. I mean, look, look, Carlin Cook, we, we got no complaints really, but we give, we give all the banter out and we'll, we'll always do that. It will never stop. Not ever, 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 ever. Um, but you know what? To, to, to have that one day was, was a special moment. Oh, yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable day. Unbelievable day, yeah. yeah. And then mm. I think my missus, I was in the crowd with um, up in the area with the, the players that weren't involved in the squad and everything. And to this uh -huh. day, Alex always said, look, if we win, get yourself down the pitch, come down with the players and that. And my missus said to me, you can't leave me in the crowd and it's a massive regret. <laughs> I've got to be honest <laughs> that I never went down the pitch and never in any pictures, but uh, there you go. My missus mm. just said that. Drop. <laughs> <laughs> Go in, I'm off. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop me now, mate. Special I'd day, though. Special day, wasn't it? Special day. A special day. You know, we've had yeah. some special days. 91, obviously, with the with the Leyland Daft Cup final, my first ever trip to Wembley. And, and you know what? It is true. It's a long, long road. Joys and sorrows. It is true, right? And we've had, this is our 11th season now on the Tilt and Talk show. Ten. And we haven't had a single joy, really, a proper one, in 11 years. It's time that the big time came back to St Andrews. It's called Birmingham City, right? The second biggest city in the country. There isn't a football team called London, right? This is like somebody has got to pick this football club up and run with it proper. That's yeah. out. Can't yeah. wrong. Mm. Oh. <clears throat> Who though? Yeah, can you give us can you give us an insight, Richard, into how the club was run when you was there? Obviously, with the likes of Dongan, Christian Speakman, and how, how was the day to day sort of uh, goings on of working there at the time? Uh, for, I was there seventeen years, and do you know what? I had um, sixteen and a half unbelievable years. The last six months did get a bit political and tough, but um, listen, I, I, I'm a very very lucky lucky bloke. You know, I've. I, Made a lot of lifelong friends at that football club, and uh, I've, I've had the ability to yeah. mix with you know people that are, you know my dad and my granddad would have only ever dreamt of. Do you know what I mean? So very very lucky. But listen, I, I, um, 
Nick Nick made the point there. We, we need leadership that is going to take the club forward. Uh, I'll leave that up to other people to to, to talk. You about have it. to because yeah, it's out of your hands, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, you know. So yeah, I mean, when I was there, you know, um, yeah, day to day, Dong wasn't there. I believe he is now. Um, what impact that has, I don't know. Uh, but no, I mean, listen. I, as I said, I had six and a half fantastic years. The last six months got a bit tough. Um, but it's probably the right time for me to leave. Um, but yeah, no, listen, I, I only want to look back on my time there with fondness. I'll always be a big, big fan of the club and uh, only want good things for Birmingham City as well. Of course, we all did. We all did. Yeah. 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 Nice, nice words. Nice words, actually. Yeah. Are, are like you that. a born blues fan, yeah. Rich? Are you a blues fan? Yeah. Born, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've season tickets for years. Um, I've done every single job probably at the club. I was staying to the lads before I come on. Not a lot of people know it, but age, age uh, 15, I, I went on work experience at Blues and I was the original Blue Nose mascot. And Mike Taylor will be listening. He's going to be laughing his head off that I've told that story in public. What, the nose? The actual nose the blue itself? Nose. Yeah, I was on work yes. experience and I got I asked to it, yeah. and I did it. No, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's, there's a, a real revelation. Brilliant. And I'm never ever going to live that down now. <laughs> when, was that, when, was that, when was that then, early 90s? When I was 15, so let me work my maths out here. Uh, yeah, he only looks about 23. So. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah, early 90s, yeah. I think. There was a guy called Bob Matthews, commercial director. Absolutely. Oh, listen, listen. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Matthews, you've just used two words there. Right. One I'll tell you a little story. I won a, I won a thousand quid on the half, half time draw. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard this one before. The whole, the whole story. But at the end of the season, Bob Matthews put a, um, an announcement out for me to go to the director's box, the director's entrance at the back of the main stand. And what he got for me, you know the big plastic cheque that they used to present, yeah? Yeah. He got that. It's signed by Trevor Francis, Karen Brady... Everybody, and I've got it. I've got, I'll just go and fetch it. So I'm going to go off screen. Paul, you crack on. I'm going to go off screen. I'm going to go and fetch it. And I'll tell yeah. you what, what a piece of memorabilia that is. What a superb man. He was an absolute gentleman and a lovely man. Bob Matthews. Love the guy to bits. Right, right go yeah. fetch it. Now, we, we, yeah, we, I remember, we, I remember yeah. him as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 We don't hear that story much, do we? No. <laughs> 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 the check bounced. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> the <check> bounced. <laughs> So, so what is it you're doing now, then, Rich? What is it you do now? Sorry, I'm I missed the first the manager at Solihull Moors. So, oh, of course, uh, you're at the Moors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. started back last week, yeah. uh, training, mm. and um, after a long period off, and yeah, just great. We've just moved into a new training ground, which mm. is lovely. With Studley, um, Studley Football Club. If anyone knows it, they've invested a lot in, in, in into that to make it a real, for our level, state of the art training ground for any level. Really, mm. it's um, it's a real nice facility now that. that so we've really got no excuses to, to, to no. try and kick on. And, um, That's a club with a bit of potential, guys, isn't it, really? That. Look at that. Oh, oh, yes. What a piece of memorabilia. What a piece of history. That's fantastic. What an absolutely that lovely gesture that was. Bob yeah. Matthews, what a man. What an absolute Brilliant. superstar. Brilliant. Yeah. The old yeah. Dive and Butler's logo on there as well. Do you remember that place? Oh, Paul, sorry. Mitchell's and Butler's. Paul? Hey? Dave and Buster's. Dive and Busters, yeah, the old Dive and Busters member in Charlotte. <coughs> have you, have you tried? Have you tried cashing it in, Nick? You know what, Chris? I couldn't part with it. Not for, I wouldn't. I would swap my arms and legs to keep that. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> right, Mike Hill wants to know one of the biggest disappointments uh, that we've let so many youngsters go cheaply. Damari Gray springs to mind. What does Richard mm. think? 
Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, it, it, it's a real shame that we've had so many good players and not really got the transfer fees that they they, sh they should have commanded. I mean, Nathan as well, Jack Butland, uh, all real, real, you know, like, you know, Jack has been talked about, hasn't he? 10, 20 million pounds. Nathan, yeah. I think, will potentially go 15, 20 million pounds. Damari will let go for three and a half million. And it was just, at the time, the club was desperate for that money, wasn't it? But it's so disappointing. Damari Gray, three and a half million. I mean, that is like, yeah. if there has yeah. ever been a piece of comedy script written, that yeah. is it. Three yeah. and a half million for a talent like that. I know. I know. And all the time yeah. and work invested, it's, it's a shame, really. But hopefully the club get, you know, s some further kick-ons for those boys if, if and when they do... Um, go for, for, for further transfer fees. And it was mm -hmm. obviously great that the club ended up with the, the money they got for Jude, which was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Now, that was a proper deal. Son. Mark, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We, up to 30 million quid for Jude Bellingham, right? That was good business. As far as... It's, it's 17, for goodness sake. Is yeah. it 17? Yeah. 17, right? So, knocking on for 30 million with the add-ons for a player of his calibre, and he was far too good for Birmingham City, unfortunately, right? We yeah. couldn't keep him. We couldn't keep him. We wouldn't keep him. We knew we wouldn't keep him. But the business was done. It wasn't three and a half million. It was knocking on for 30, which is where Damari Gray should have been. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just about to show everybody the um, the actual picture of uh, the blue nose. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> uh, how ridiculous is that? Who's that memories? I've had a mare in I've had an absolute mare. You know, I'm never ever going to be able to live this one down, am I? <laughs> no. Richard, it was a bit embarrassing, though, wasn't it, to have a, like a big blue nose walking? Around the well, yeah, blame Bob. Blame Bob. It, I was on workers' for He's my boss. He said, "Put that on." I was like, "Okay." Oh, Are you still in touch with Bob? No, no. Unfortunately, Bob passed away. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, passed away a few years back, but oh, yes. I was in touch with him for a long time. Um, and I know like, the likes of you know Julius Shelton and good people like that have worked. Yeah. The club, hold Bob in. Held Bob in a real... Oh, uh, mate, yeah. I'll tell you what, I met him so many times and, wow, what an absolute superb gentleman he was. Oh, bless him. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. I didn't know that, mate. Mm, yeah. Ouch. Yeah, mm. so, uh, yeah. He'll be, uh, he'll be looking down and, and watching the fortunes of the club from, from up above. Yeah. So what, are your thoughts on, um, what are your thoughts on the new manager then? And um, what, what are you sort of, you know, do you think we'll come, we're in for a good season coming up? I know we've got no... We need players at the moment, but... Um, you know, Karanka, yeah, what are your thoughts on Karanka? Karanka's a point. Yeah, I think it's a good appointment for the club. I just hope he's left alone to uh, get on with a job. And mm. if the football people there are left alone to their job, then, you know, um, I think, you know, good things can happen again for Blues. But Richard, it is vital. It, right, this is now. We are here. We've been through so much over the last 11 years. It mm. is vital that this man is allowed to manage the football club. No interference, nothing whatsoever. One meeting on a Monday morning with the, the directors, one meeting on a Friday to say, you know, good luck for the weekend, this, that and the other. Win, lose or draw, this man has to have the reins of the football club. Do you think that's going to happen, Nick? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. And, and Kev Kelly's asking me if I've got a blue nose in my collection. I actually haven't. <laughs> I haven't got a blue nose in my collection. I'm going to have to get one. Is there any, think... any seamstresses out there that can make you a blue nose, please? <laughs> oh, this, this, oh. this will make you feel old as well, um, uh, Richard. Uh, Richard was my teacher at Cellular College. Great guy. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, Sam, Sam Mullet. We used to, we, we, what I did was, when I was working part-time at, at Blues, when I first got into Blues, 
we ran a football college, uh, football football scheme at Solo College. Mm-hmm. So the lads would come in and do their education in the morning, and we'd train them in the afternoon. So I'd be at the college um, eight till four, then head over to Wastels and take my first age group there, which was Nathan Redmond, yeah. Mitchell Hancock's, Callum Riley, Ooh. and do that five till five till nine, and that was my apprenticeship apprenticeship in football. Really, so it was uh, good days, but long bloody hours. Tell you, I was going to say, put the hours in, didn't you? Yeah, no, and then for yeah. any young coaches out there, that is what you've got to do. You know, it, it was that was on a Monday and a Wednesday. On a Tuesday and a Thursday, I'd work and then play. So I'd, I'd go, I'd go to training. You know, I was obviously I wasn't a top pro or anything, but I was playing for Stafford Rangers, Telford, Leamington. So that was Tuesday and Thursday night taken care of. Friday night was the only night I had off. Then I'd coach on the Saturday morning, then play on a Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday morning take a game with the under 11s, 12s, 14s, yeah. anywhere in the country. You know, but it was Super. great. Mm-hmm. Lee Malian's just corrected me. He said it's fifty million with the add-ons, twenty-six million pound down payment, according to Brian Dick in the Mail online a few weeks ago. So thanks for that, Lee. Mm-hmm. That's a proper that's a proper transaction, though, isn't it? It's a proper three three, isn't it? for mm-hmm. Damari Gray and Mark. I tell you what, three and a half million for Damari Gray was an yeah. insult. Oh, it's pathetic, wasn't it? You mm-hmm. know, oh, and what Did it's we... annoying because you know if we'd have kept hold of uh, you know just a fraction of them, you know, just one or two, you know. Yeah, yeah. Such a difference, you know. It's just. Um, but we've always we've always been a, a selling club. You know. But that's a, historically, yeah. That's that's mm. that's blues, isn't it? Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stuart's mm. just asked. I oh, know we we spoke about this offline as well. Uh, how's Richard's brother doing, Ian? Ian, of course, yeah. Yeah, I think he's been up. Uh, I think he's been, hasn't he been sacked or something? Or he's been, he's been I dropped. Think. I think he's been dropped for a while. Yeah, because well, I don't know anything about it. I never watch it, but apparently that's what's happened. EastEnders, <laughs> what a horrible, vile program. It's a true is. story. The theme yeah. tune. The theme tune sounds the like your grandma do. falling down the stairs. Got a question question for you, Richard, from Craig Courtney. He wants to know um, when the talent of Damari, um, Nathan Redman and Jude was spotted um, and your thoughts on their sales. Obviously, you've touched upon their sales anyway, but what, when was their talent first well, spotted? All three of those lads are, are, are very, very naturally gifted players and um, all three were, you know, from a very, very early age going to go on to big things you know and and I, I, you know rather than anybody saying oh i work with him and i made it it's about creating the environment from the environment was there for those three boys to flourish yeah. coaches yeah. recognize that and the club you know did everything they could for all three of those lads to uh to kick on and and to progress and it was fantastic you know to 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 have been there at the time with those lads and to see them develop and come right through the system um you know there's no better feeling that is the job satisfaction in the academy you don't get paid big money um, so your real job satisfaction, you know, I remember Nathan scoring in that, uh, game. I don't know if it was Braga or Bruges. I can't remember now. It's Andrews and he's oh, the Nas- national. Yeah. National. Sorry, yeah. National yeah. Europa League. Yeah. He, he runs yeah. over and he's celebrating with Mitch Hancock's Fraser Kerr and the touchline. Callum Wright, goose pimples, you know, even to this day to, to see that yeah. happening. That's, that's your reward when you work in the Academy because yeah. you know, again, like I said, anyone working in football is lucky, but it's certainly not for financial reasons you do it. And, um, you know that is that is your reward, and and 
unbelievable feelings and no one can ever take that away from you, you know. Sam Mullet's asking um question was Richard pushed out of blues or was it time to leave? Now you don't have to answer any question that you don't want to. And if there's anything that you want to leave, you're very you're absolutely perfectly yeah, entitled to do so. I mean but if the, I want... if the fans ask us, we'll ask you. But yeah. you know, you, you just have to say, well, I can't comment on that if that's if that's yeah. no, uh, I mean, as you want it. That's fine. I mean it was time to leave. Yeah. So it probably worked for me, but I was certainly sort of, uh, yeah, it wasn't all on my terms. So there was a conversation had and, um, yeah, they, they, the club offered to, to, to part me contract. So that, that's fine. You know, so. Okay. So 16 years you was at Blues, yeah? 17. 16 or 17? 17. 17. For you, what was your highlight? Um, that Nathan Redmond goal, I was very yeah. close to Nathan and his mum. It was, was a culmination of... 10, 12 years of work, not just for me, but for lots of people, but to be there with his mum and, and being close to the family was a real highlight. The Carling Cup was definitely a highlight. Um, mm. Millions of highlights, really, but I suppose they'd probably be, be the, the, the two key mm. highlights. Yeah. Cool. Okay, lots of questions coming in. Linda wants to know, are you happy being a normal supporter than working behind the scenes? I, do you know what? I, I am, I, as I said, I'll... I'd, I'd love to work for the club again one day. Whether that'll happen or not, I don't know. Do you know, that... Richard, I promise you, all I would love, right, for my museum in my house, my museum to Birmingham City Football Club, is one pay slip, even if it's only got 50 pence on it, <laughs> with the, the, the head of Birmingham City Football Club on it. That would be my dream come true. I can't That's play football. Right. I'll I'll give it, to you. it might float away, but I'll give it to you. It's not, not like anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was absolutely awful at sports and everything, so there's no way that I was ever going to be a professional footballer. Um, but you know, just to have just to have one payslip, one tiny payslip, even if it's like say just fifty pence, you know, yeah. boom, I could frame it and say, look, you know what, I worked for the Blues once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, I can sort that out, no problem at all. Uh, Stephen, so when did you play, Richard? When, when you played yourself, whereabouts? What position was you, did you play? Um, left back. Okay, I was a left back. Yeah. Who, uh, who's who's sorry, Richard? Who's the best um, player you played with? Best player I played with. Um, good question. I always remember playing with Don Goodman. I mean, you know, Don, Don, you know, he's not like the yeah. best player in the world, but Don Goodman was... Uh... He wasn't very welcome at St Andrews, was he? No, he wasn't actually, no. But he came to Stafford Rangers <laughs> towards the end of his career, but he was immense. I mean, um, who else? Neil Grayson, the guy called Neil Grayson. I don't know if you ever remember Neil Grayson. Bit of a yeah. league, lower league journeyman, but another great pro. Mm. Uh, but I, I suppose played with played. I was, I was always good friends with the Francis family and, Matthew Francis uh, brought Trevor along once, so I've got to say Trevor. For, uh, that was a special moment. Like I rang my dad, my dad came along as well, and he played him. So yeah. Did fantastic. you? Did you? Sorry, sorry, Richard. Um, did you ever play with uh, Mark Bellingham? I did. At Stafford. I was going yeah. to say uh, you must. Have... Uh, he, at Leamington, I was actually the player coach, and uh, okay, my hometown. And Mark was there, yeah, and he no. he knew where the net was, yeah. What's your yeah. What's your thoughts on um, Jude's brother? He's is, he's a really good player. Another really really good player, and. Mm. Uh, Hopefully he can go on to, you know, become as good as Jude. That'd be fantastic for the club again and uh, fantastic for, for Jude. He looks an absolute talent, doesn't he? You know, I've watched a few vids on YouTube and what have you. Wow, the things he can do with a football. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I was working in the older age group, so I, I don't know too much about him, but the bits I did see and the bits I hear is that he's going to be a special talent as well, which is fantastic. Yeah. I'm guessing that's the case. If that goes on, if that goes on for years, we're going to run out of shirt numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ah, you know what, Paul? You've just touched on a very, very, very 
important subject there. Richard, what's your take on retiring the number 22 shirt? And be honest. Be very honest. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm disgraced. I'm Pressure's on. <laughs> we know where you live. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's a great honour. I mean, it's... Um... But it's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? It was a, it's a strange one. It's a strange it was one, a strange but, one. Um, <clears throat> fair, play to, fair, fair play for Jude, you know. That, that's all Listen, fair play to Jude. Yeah. You know what? That guy has got an absolute stunning career in front of him, as long as he can stave off injuries or one thing or another. But we're talking about our football club now retiring a shirt from a 16-year-old who made X amount of appearances and I think scored four goals. Uh, if there's a number shirt that should be retired at St Andrews, it should be the number eight. Yeah. That's oh, it. Really, yeah. Well, John Gale. Robbie, <laughs> Robbie Savage. Lee Camps. John Gale. Stephen <laughs> <Even> Gleeson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing this is a code driver. Simon Andrews says. Oh, cra- sorry, sorry, Chris. Craig Courtney says it's not the shirt hasn't been retired. It's on hold till we get to the championship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Simon says, oh, "Who is no, Richard's yeah. favourite team coach driver?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> It was Chris Shoot. Tell Simon Chris Shute. <laughs> it was now the kit man. He's now the assistant kit man. No, Simon, Simon, Simon was the best. Simon and Chris joint best. So you said you did everything at Blues. Did you do the kit man? No, no, I didn't. I never did the kit man. I, I, oh, so I you went... lied? <laughs> <laughs> Nearly everything. Nearly everything. <laughs> A number of jobs. A number of jobs. Hey, from mascot. I mean, Blue knows that. It's uh Mate, I tell you what, I just wish I had that accolade to my name. Even just for one game, just to, just to put that on and just I've say... I've got to be honest, I was dreading it, because people used to pull off their hands, pull off their feet. I was dreading the one day someone pulled off my head and I got revealed, but fortunately that never happened. <laughs> All right, a lot of people stressing over the uh, the fact that we're not signing many players. We're still 46 days to go of the window, so yeah. don't don't worry too much. Don't worry too much. You know, um, we've now got a manager... Out of out of everybody that was the, that was suggested, I think he was the best of the crop. Mm. Yeah, right. That's me personally, Mark. Right. I think he's the best of the crop. And what we've got to do is we've got to take a step backwards now. Right. Leave the social media malarkey alone, and just let him manage. As long as the club let him manage, let him manage, and let's now find out where we're going. What 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 our, what our, our, our direction is as a football. Mm. Well, yeah. I, I, I echo what Tom said on the last show that you know if, if it's not the project that he's expecting it to be and the job that he's uh, you know um, accepted then he ain't going to be here for long is he? that's the problem no because he'll walk um, that's, that's the way he is he will, he will I, walk and I, I don't want to I don't want to say I don't want to say negative though because it is a very good appointment and let's hope that the structures are put in place that he expects and he can take us forward and, and be here for a few years because we need a manager now to be here for at least Two to three well, years. We had eight, nine, eight, nine in the last hour long. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, seems a lot more. Yeah, and we can't keep swapping and changing, you know. So hopefully now we get a bit of stability in the coming years. But you know, you've always got your reservations, haven't you? Like, you know, you have to think. Obviously, well, he's making old. changes already, there, Paul. George Friend coming in, right? Okay, that's a good yeah. player. That's a good. Yeah. That's a quality player. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. we're, linked, we're linked, we're heavily linked with this guy from West Bromwich Albion, the winger. I can't remember his name. That's just the yeah, Le- Le- yeah, Leco. Leco, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? He's, he's... Hmm. 
As Brett Stanley just said, the sale of the Jude, uh, sale of Jude may have saved the club financially by holding on to was 17 to sign a contract. It could be, although misconducted, misconstrued, sorry, thank you to him, just being devil's advocate, we don't know everything, of course we don't know everything, but um, Stuart Jones ask, asking if Lico is, is, is a done deal, I don't know because I've, I've literally came home from work and come straight onto Zoom, so I've not had any chance to catch up with anything, so if anybody knows whether Lico is a done deal or not, please let us know. It's not, it's not a done deal. I think he's got the choice between us and Sheffield Wednesday and he's edging Wednesday, towards yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. but so they, met, they, mentioned yeah. they, they mentioned a million quid, didn't they, uh, Paul? Yeah. 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 Nobody would want to live in Sheffield, surely. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, think I mean, what, they've got a motorway in a shopping centre. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. 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 And they've got but a yeah, the latest goalkeeper to be linked with us is um, is Charlton's, isn't it? Calvin Phillips, the goalkeeper. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And again, as, as I say, like, look, guys, please, please, please don't stress. You know, there's still a long time to go, right? Yeah. Do you know However, much about him? I, I, am, I am a firm believer, Paul, that we do need the players in situ to have a pre-season, to have a full pre-season, so we can see what the capabilities are, see where the weaknesses are, sharpen them up, one thing or another. And, um, you know, so it, it would be great and nice and lovely and rosy, but we're, we're actually Birmingham City, OK? So just remember what we are, where we are. No, no, exactly, yeah, yeah. Do you know Facebook how much about is apparently having trouble playing my video. This video is having trouble on Facebook. Chris, can you have a quick look at that? Yeah, OK. Cheers. Go, go ahead, Paul. Go on, I was just going to say, Richard, do you know much about Calvin Phillips, the goalkeeper? The I've probably seen him a couple of times. I just know he's, he's, he's a steady goalkeeper, but, you know, it's interesting to listen to you guys. I, I, I think you're spot on in what you're saying. You know, I think any manager really, and, and you know, just needs time. Any manager yeah. needs time. Now, you know, if 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 and resources and resources, the club mm. can if the club can afford him time and a bit of stability, then there's no reason that um, the club won't go forward. But the track record yeah. has, has been that no one's had the stability, no one's had the the chance just to do it for themselves. So it'd be interesting to see if that happens. Hopefully, uh, you know, this time it does, and the club can move forward because that's what we all want, isn't it? You know. Yeah, you'd like to think you'd like to think that they've learned from previous mistakes, but you know, we'll we'll see what's obviously only time will tell. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's the closest thing we ever heard from, from Dong, wasn't it? It's almost like a, a veiled apology the other the other day at the press conference. But was he being sincere? You know, when he said, "Oh, we've learned from 2017 and all the rest of it." You know, was he being genuine, or was it just sound bites for the the fans? I don't know. Well, I Soundbites. Yeah. You know what? Tom if anybody no. wants to give you soundbites, tell them to stick them where the sun don't shine. I ain't interested. <laughs> All I want is facts, right? And which is yeah. why we don't, and I don't think we ever, Chris, have we, speculated on whether somebody's going to come in apart from when <laughs> when Mr. Fung got caught. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that was a classic moment in the Tilton talk in the life of Tilton talk. Um, <laughs> you, you know, it's like. We try not to speculate, yeah? We, of course, we'll have the discussion of maybe this, that, and the other. Like, we don't want to be the group or the um, group of people that say, oh, X, Y, Z is, is, is coming in and it doesn't happen or so mm. many... Well, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, we've kind of steered away from that, haven't we? Completely, mm. all those... Yeah. Apart from the... It's because um, we're not very good. One, which was... Which was uh, again, it was... A, it was simply a classic moment. It was brilliant. It was, yeah, yeah. We were a done. brilliant moment, yeah. 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 Oh, Lock Craig Courtney's saying that he also wears links. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can believe that, yeah. 
I can believe well, that. I, oh. I sent me a picture of your links, Craig. <laughs> you sent it to me as well, yeah. yeah. Oh, God oh, bless yeah. him. Oh, dear. But yeah, we'll <laughs> what we do? Should we do the questions from the fans now? From Go on, the Paul. Go on, Paul. So what we do, Richard, we ask our fans, we just put it out there on our page for fans to ask any questions okay. to our special guests. So just a few um, few questions here. So Cole Sparrow's asking, uh, who or what inspired you to get into football from, from Ryan, age eight? Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, my dad. My dad was always a, a Blues fan, so we'd go to every single game, um, home and away for years, um, and I just caught the bug. You know, the, the, we all know... Any Blues game is special when the fans are... But the away games, there's just something extra special, isn't it? I used to love them. Oh, and the just, atmosphere, yeah. Yeah. atmosphere and the the camaraderie and, and the humour was just yeah. something else. And I just I had that bug from from from, from day one. And obviously, then you want to re- recreate what... We've all probably been there, what, what you're seeing. And so mm-hmm. I got into playing and, yeah, just, 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 just loved it every minute. So definitely, it was my dad um, taking me to games from a young age. And, and sometimes we couldn't get to the, an away game for whatever reason. He'd take me to Warsaw or anywhere, you know, so we had a real love of football. We were only, we were only the Blues fans, but he'd take me to any game if, if Blues were too far away. But I think the Blues away games was special. You know, I remember being at... They still are, to be honest oh. with you. Yeah, they can't beat away. Yeah. Yeah, you can't beat away games. And Can you remember what your first game was, your first Blues game? I, I can't remember my first Blues game now. Um, no, I've asked, I've asked, I've asked, I was four and five years old. Um, oh, okay. So, but I, I tell you the one that sticks in the mind. We went down at Tranmere away. Do you remember? And all the fans were on the pitch, standing on the dugout. Yeah. I don't know why that one was just. I was thinking we've gone down and the fans are, are, are singing "Bring Out the Champions." You know, it was just unbelievable. Yeah, I was there. I was there. Yeah, special, yeah. special uh, time. I mean, and. We've got yeah. the craziest sense of humour in the world. You Absolutely. know what? Even uh, Oxford away. Oxford away, right? One of our fans was climbing up the um, the floodlight tower, right? And it's going up. we're all singing, the blues are going up, the blues are going up. And he fell off and broke his leg. <laughs> <laughs> who was your, um, your favourite player? Who was your favourite player as a kid? My favourite player was Jose Dominguez. I loved him. Oh, yeah, quality. Oh, yeah, good old Jose, yeah. I always remember it was Barry Fry and... It was it was um, during the time I went and worked. So as well as being the Blue Nose and work experience, I was very fortunate. I used to go down the team coach every day to Dunstable. They used to train. Yeah. They trained at Dunstable mm-hmm. for a week or two for one or two seasons. And Jose was there and just watching him close up. And mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was crazy. Like they trained at Dunstable Leisure Centre, and I remember being in Barry Fry's car and running through Dunstable Town Centre. The lads are running from the training centre to the hills. <laughs> Him and Edwin Steen and David Howell got a megaphone out the car, effing and blinding, run, run, and it was the funniest thing. I'm thinking, what are these people <laughs> thinking? Like it was crazy. I love to see that. The old grannies are running away from the car, and it, oh, it was just funny. Only blues, eh? <clears throat> only blues. But only Birmingham there. City could do stuff like that. I oh, promise yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, I think you wore number 40 or number 50 in the days when there was no uh, squad numbers, you know, you had that many players. And more players than fans. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think you got, to, got up to Roman numerals, didn't you? Yeah, yeah the, first, <laughs> I think the main stand was I think the main stand was full of players that weren't in the squad, weren't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Paul, 
Yeah. It's the Ray Hobro main stand, please. In the Ray Hobro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ray Hobro main stand. Uh, Paul, Paul, yeah. just just before you go back to the main questions, I, I, there's there's one that's come up, come up, and I thought, well, this is a good one to to slip in. Uh, Brett says, uh, Richard, have you or did you have a backup career just in case things didn't work out? Um. Mascot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be a nose for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. I, think some, I think some people think it's up to stay doing that. But uh, now a backup career. Now I've only ever wanted to do football. So if I wasn't coaching um, something in football, what I don't, I don't know. Obviously, I did have the time at, at, at the college where they asked me to run the football scheme. And, and then the only reason I sort of started going in the classroom a little bit was, was because you know, myself and another guy, we're the only two people that could control the kids we had. They were, they were mad. So the teachers couldn't control. So they said, look, we come and do some teaching. It's 20 quid an hour. So I'm like, yeah, I haven't got a teaching qualification. Yeah. You know, we used to just play hangman and flip in, <laughs> pick, pick the world 11 teams really. But uh, maybe teaching would have been a different profession, but um, no football all the way, really. Football all the way. Uh, Paul. Yeah. Paul, yeah, Shabon Kenny's asking, you had a massive input on young players like Nathan Redmond and Damari Gray. Your time at Blues, um, how did you help them in training, set their sights on furthering their careers? That's a great question. Um, the deal with Nathan first. Nathan was <coughs> Nathan and Damari were both always, for me, nailed on to be footballers. So, number one, I said mentioned before, create an environment for them boys to flourish. So, um, put sessions that, that were for everybody, but really were focusing on working on their strengths and weaknesses, but also emotionally, Nathan, Nathan was um, from a single parent family and his mum won't mind me saying, but he, he was, he was very, very emotional. I remember him crying four times in an under 11 game. He cried when he scored. He cried when a ref uh, told him off. He cried when the opposition scored and he cried when I bought him off because he was too emotional. So, you know, working on that aspect was probably the biggest thing for Nathan, just making him sort of emotionally controlled and being able to manage his emotions. I think really. No, emotion's good though, isn't it? Very good as long as it's right. Richard, I'll tell you something. Yep. Normally, uh, only this last season, I've been meeting uh, the, the Excessive Blues Disabled Group in, in, in the back of the Ray Hobro main stand. Ray Hobro main stand. Um, normally, I go in where the club shop is on the corner, yeah. right? And that's where my dad used to take me when I was a kid, yeah? yeah. And I promise you, I'd show me ticket, get it scanned, go in, walk up the steps, go to that opening, look down and cry. You know, that's my history. Yeah. That was my family. That was my dad. Yeah. Right? That was my. This is this was my children, my grandchildren. Yeah, it's gone through like one, two, three, four generations now. Yeah, yeah. and when I take my granddaughter to the blues and sit there with my son, and I look, and there's three generations of us sat there. You know what? The emotion absolutely wells up in me. Absolutely. And it's it's like it's, it's that for me is an achievement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm. yeah absolutely. absolutely. But, but but when you're on the pitch, you've you've got to have it in control. I mean, I, I can think of a, a lad. You'll all know him. Um, that unfortunately probably had more talent than any player I've ever worked with, and he's still playing now. And I bought him back to the club under the, in the Gary Rowett era with Jack Stora. Oh, oh yeah. listen. Do you know what yeah. we missed? A trick he couldn't with control him. himself. He couldn't control himself. You know, we missed a trick with him. And his, mm. his lack of control of that Wolves game, probably, yeah, could I could I possibly even think that it it cost us? Well, it probably ended his career. In, you know, well, it walked off. It probably cost us. It cost us our place in the Premier League. And the fans are singing his name. And he boots the hoardings, broke his foot. 
We just love a Birmingham City fan playing for Birmingham City. Absolutely. And he'd done so well in pre-season. And, you know, he got kicked out of Stevenage. And we, 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 I heard that he was available. So I got him in for training. And after two training sessions, I said to Gary, Gary Wright, I said, Gary, you've got to have a look at him. Gary took him. He's like, wow, who is this kid? You know, and um, he, had, he, had, he still has still has got Premier League ability. And I really hope that he could, um, you know, gain control of himself. He's, he's, he's trying now. I think he's on trial. I know what you're saying. Yeah, the shame, the shame is, right, and I talk to my eldest son quite often about the Blues and what have you, and I mention Jack Storer and he'll say to me, Dad, don't mention his name. Mm-hmm. He, he let us and himself down. Mm-hmm. And he did. That's the fact. That's the absolute fact of it. But like you say, he's still got that potential. Mm-hmm. Rise up, sunshine, and use it. Where is he? Where is he now, Richard? I was say, where is he? He's on trial at Telford. I'm not sure if they've Because he did go up. Didn't he go up north up Scotland? He, went, he scored in the Scottish Cup, didn't he? Yeah, Jack was with um, was it Hamilton at Scotland. Hamilton, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's he's, been it. To, he's been down to an academy near Land's End. Hamilton Academicals, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. you imagine sitting in the crowd going, give me an H. That's <laughs> 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 odd, that. <laughs> I was at... Um, you were there for 40 minutes, to... <laughs> I went to Kidderminster in the friendly a few years back and he scored that trick. Oh, mm. unbelievable ability, Jack. And I still speak to him. He's a great lad, so I hope he doesn't mind me talking about him. But um, mm-hmm. let's just hope he can, you know, uh, find a, find a you, home. You could clearly, I, know, I know it was against the lower opposition, obviously, but you could clearly see there the ability. His finishing in that game was just superb. Well, I think in the pre-season yeah. he had in the first team, he was the highest scorer in the whole country, you know, for yeah. anybody in, uh, in pre-season. Mm-hmm. If it was just football alone, he'd be playing in the Premier League now, I'm sure of it. Richard, he had a home. It was St Andrews. And he was starting to be revered, right? Unfortunately, and I know things happen. Look, it it can happen to anybody, right? Right. Uh, I I just wished we could have nurtured him a little bit better, right? And and got his stupid temper under control. Because he was raw talent. Mm. We did everything for him. The, The club... Paid a lot of money for. I've never known him do it for any other player, specialist to come and assess him. Right. Uh, for 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 um, you know, he, he, medication, all sorts of things, and and unfortunately, it just didn't happen for Jack at Birmingham for one reason or But everything was put in place for Jack, and you know what? The, the the good thing, Jack knows that as well, and he's very grateful for what for what was done for him. And and I I think if he can settle down and 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 come back, which potentially he could with his ability, then. You know, I think it's it 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 know the part that Birmingham played in that for him. And I think it's simple a... message, Jack Storer. Sort yeah. yourself out, sort get yourself your ass back yeah. to Birmingham City, and show us what you can do. Absolutely. Yeah, Ravel Morrison, another um, what could have, yeah. could have been? Yeah, what could have been? Yeah, we've had a few through the years, haven't we? Great story about Rav. He was playing on a Saturday. With, with, it was a dark winter's uh, Friday. We trained and um, I was leaving the training ground that day with Lee Clark about six o'clock. Training finished at half 11 on a Friday. It finishes early. Lad don't do too much. Big game on a Saturday. I can't remember who it was against. We're leaving the training. It's pitch black about half past four. And Rav and about eight lads come walking back through the gates, soaking wet, drenched, mud all over them. Hmm. Lee Clark goes, stop here. What's he doing? He's walking into the first team changing room, all these lads. Wind the window down. Rav, what are you doing? Goes, well, I've been playing with mates on the top pitch. <laughs> What's it, half 11? Goes, well, I had a bit of lunch. And that was Rav. You know, he, yeah, he yeah, loved yeah. football. 
But he didn't realise he's playing the championship the next day, and he was. I mean, he still played the next day and played unbelievable. Lee Clark was tearing his hair out of him. It was a funny, funny time. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget that Crystal Palace game. That four, was it 4 0 at Crystal Palace? 4 0, yeah. He, he was unplayable that day. Him and, him and Nathan Redmond absolutely ripped him to bits, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. I remember oh, that. Oh, yeah. gee, and first game Linda, Linda, Ensor. Nick gets emotional when it's his round in bar eight. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. but Linda, I cannot absolutely wait to see you, Steve Portman, and all those beautiful people again, Jeremy, Brenda, um, Colin, uh, Lindsay. You know what? I have missed you all so genuinely much. I really have, I promise you that. Can't wait. I can't wait for the day when we get back to some kind of normality. Yeah, and he might get his hand in his pocket. And, of course, Ray and uh, Christina and Clarice and... All the others that you know gather there in bar eight. It's such a, it's such a, it's just, it's just such a brilliant time to have, and and such lovely and wonderful people to be with. Daniel Ricketts. Uh, there's, there's so many, there's so many. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Siobhan uh, says uh, thank you for your time at Blues and helping our youngsters out. Said Siobhan. Thank you. Mm. Who was the biggest influence, uh, Richard? Would you say on your career as a coach? A large blue nose. I would say. I was going to say, yeah, the mascot. <laughs> um, obviously, you're always always grateful to Alex for giving me the opportunity. Really. I, pro- I might not have ever got the opportunity to do what I've done at Blues and mm. further on in the career if it wasn't for Alex giving the opportunity. But um, I learned a heck of a lot of Chris Hewitt, and Chris Hewitt was brilliant to me. And uh, I still speak to Chris. And you know, Chris brought in a guy called Ewan Chester who was very, very good to me. And, you know, would be a mentor as well as Chris. Um, like I said, very, very lucky, you know, to meet and come across a lot of people. But yeah, Chris, 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 Chris was one. Um, Chris and Ewan probably were the, were the biggest ones. Well, he, he was my personal first choice to come back and, and be the manager this, you know, this season before we got Karanka. Mm-hmm. So, um, for whatever reason, I'm sorry, go on. Come back at the moment, like. He was never going to no. That was never going to happen, was it, really? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> so, Richard, no, with the Solly no. Moors now, then? Yes. And what's your position there? Assistant manager. Oh. Not, I'm not the mascot. You, you sound disappointed, Nick. I've got it, Nick. Nick's got it. I might be in six months. Make some smashing improvements to the ground there at, uh, at Solly Moors. Yeah. Um, lovely place to go to. Of course, Blues ladies play there on, on the Sundays as well. Blues women, is it Blues women now? Yeah, blues women, blues yeah, Blues women. Blues women. Um, uh, you know, I mean, like cracking ground. Have they have they done the car park up now, or is it still like the yeah. moon? The, yeah, uh, it, it was bad for a while. But the, the first thing that Daryl Eels, the new owner, did when he came in was, I think he spent about hundred grand on that car park, and he's made wow. it. Wow. Yeah. So it's. Uh, it's a proper car park now, and yeah, it used to be crazy. Listen, that's that is like the car park used to be in the eighties when the, the old cop was up. You know, you, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't get your car through it. No, no, it's lovely now though. It's 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 um, the, the club does does everything properly, and and we, 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 you know we, we we're really fortunate to be at a club with good British owners that do things in the right way, and uh, they've got very very big ambitions as of myself. And, and that's all we know. ask for, you know. Yeah. And for 11, 11 years, that's like. Almost a sixth of my life has gone past with your your owner being thrown into prison and relegation and nothing and nothing and nothing and then nothing else and you know. Mm. Well, Daryl, the owner of Solihull, and um, he's a big, big, 
Birmingham fan, and I think he uh-huh. tried a club a few years back, but it was uh, for one reason another didn't happen. And another guy who is the vice chairman, Tim, was Murray. he hairdresser? <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. No, no, no. It's, uh, oh, what a shame to pass the fit and proper person's test, wouldn't he? <laughs> mm, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know you can't comment. <laughs> we don't care. Can I just ask, apart from being. Sorry, sorry, go on. Oh, sorry, Paul. I was going to say, Richard, what was it like playing in the um, the Scottish uh, Challenge Cup last year? I wasn't there then. No, oh, you weren't there then. No, I wasn't no, sorry. there. Yeah, that was. Um, the uh, the previous management team, so yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was a decent experience for them. I remember, that, you know, they they uh, been they played Rangers, didn't I think they played Rangers in twenty threes and yeah, that's right. Yeah, sometimes they're good games just to get away from the league, aren't they? But um, I don't think we'll be in it this year. No. Um, yeah. Steve Porton said he's going to get the first round in when we can return. You've got to arrive before midday, though. I'll be there at eight o'clock in the morning. Steve, don't you worry. Uh, Danny, Danny says, uh, Richard, great signing, Stephen Gleeson. I must admit, I heard that today and I thought, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a deep signing. What is he, 32? 31. 31? Oh, right, okay. That's, yeah. that's a cracking sign. Sorry. It's a brilliant signing, that is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're getting a bit of a, a Blues Old Boys thing going on there. We've obviously mm-hmm. we signed Adam Rooney as well. Mitch Hancock, mm-hmm. she's there. Darren Carter. Oh, Mitch, yeah. yeah. Myself, yeah. so... Good people. We want mm-hmm. good people. Good, get get good people on the bus, and it gives mm-hmm. you half a chance. And uh, you know, that's that's a big big part of our recruitment policy. <coughs> Number first and foremost, get good people there. Obviously, they've got to be able to play. And we think Stephen Gleeson, mm-hmm. the way we want to play, will really really help us. Um, I know. You know, I think with a lot of Blues fans, it was some people loved him, some people didn't like him so much. But Darren Carter, what a nice guy, what an absolutely yeah, gentleman, yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely guy. You know what? He yeah. came into the studio, Richard, Bedroom. and I have the opportunity to sit next to the foot that put us back in the Premier League. Wow. <laughs> great guy. Great guy. And a good player. Really, really good yeah, player. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. Really good player. And, uh, you know, I was talking to him the other day and some of the players he's, he's played with and played against got a lot to offer. And I, I, I really think Darren will go on to become a really, really good coach or manager, whatever he wants to do. And uh, he's just starting that process with us now at, at Solihull. And it's, it's, it's an honour really to have him alongside us and, and helping us out. And, it was an honour to have him in the studio. I'll be honest with you; it really yeah, was. Real gent, real gent yeah. of a guy. And... He was. Uh, he did a Zoom with us a few yeah. weeks ago, actually. Yeah, yeah. Did it? Brilliant. Is yeah. he still affiliated? Yeah, it was on a few with... weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he still with Solihull Moors, but in any capacity? He, or, or, yeah, he's, or... he's 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 sort of transitioning from playing to coaching. Right. Um, right. He's got like an ambassadorial role with the club as well. You know, he goes into the community and helps the club that way. But he's honestly a really, really good coach, and he, we, we, we've also registered him as a player because he, you know, he's kept himself so fit and. Yeah, you know, if 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 needed, he said he'll 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 put his boots back on. And he keeps himself fit as a fiddle. So you know, it's going to be a long season it crammed into a short space of time. So you know, we, we may yeah. need to call upon Darren, and we know he won't let us down. So you mentioned there, Richard, the players that Darren Carter's played against, and you've said the players, the best players you've played with. But who's the best players you played against? Um, oh, you put me on the spot, really. Let me have a. Uh, so as a left back, obviously, who was the toughest right wing in your face? Quick, I was so slow. Um, <laughs> I remember the ball going in the crowd once at the away game. You know, in the league, you can hear pretty much everything. Every, everything everyone shouts, and the lads came me for it. They're all howling around in the floor. The ball's gone in the crowd, and and some bloke has shouted at the top of his voice, "Number three, you are the slowest player I've ever seen in my life." And uh, everyone I've played with on that day has never let me let me leave that down. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's anyone you'd really have, have um, 
No, yeah, no, 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 no one that, yeah, no one towards the end of their careers that you've come up against in the in the lower leagues. That there, there would have been. I have to come back to you on that one. It's um, been a long time ago, but let me let me come back to you on that one. Yeah, uh, somebody's oh, asked. Right, no worries. Somebody's asked, couldn't we get uh, Ziggy up at uh, the Moors? He's still local as well, you know isn't what? he? I still, Ziggy. still speak to him. Oh, right, okay, because he's still in Solihull, isn't he? I think. No, no. You still speak no. to him, Richard? I speak to Ziggy every now and then. He's, he's the assistant manager with Serbia, I think. Oh, has he got... Oh, I didn't yeah, know. he's part of the coaching setup. Oh, right, right, here we go, him. here we go. Chris yeah. Brown, ready? Yeah. Craig Courtney, your challenge for Series 11 is to get us Nikola Ziggic mm-hmm. on the show. Yeah. On the show. Oh, Craig Courtney also says he'll feel another tilt and talk bus coming to, uh, to be arranged for the Moors. Because when uh, lockdown is lifted completely, we're all off down to, the, to Bath City to see... Um, Jerry Gill. Yeah, Jerry Gill. Yeah, Jerry Gill. Um, so we're going to get a bus and we're going to go down there. Um, so what we'll do is we'll also arrange a Tilton Talk bus for um, a day at the Moors as well. well we literally, yeah. I literally can. It's the 37 just outside my door. <laughs> well, now you've had the car park done. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, Richard, apart from being the mascot then, what would you say um, is the funniest moment of your career? Can you give us any funny stories or good pranks that, that you've gone on like that that over the years? That you're allowed to say. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there, was, there, was, there was a lot of them that, you know, involve um, kit men and things like that. I can think of one where we had a, we had a, a new kit man. And I, know, I don't think it went down very well in, in China or Hong Kong, but um, cause it, it got so many views on... Um, on uh, uh, social media, but, but yeah. I, I'll name one person that was involved. It, it was when Rav come back on trial and he put the kit man in the kit box and uh, literally, <laughs> you know, imagine a kit tin and took it. it was, someone else involved, but he's still at the club, so I'm not, well, I won't mention them too. I don't want to embarrass them or get him in trouble, but literally, they paid the kid 50 quid and booted him down the steps and that was a funny one that stuck in my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, went, it went viral. It went viral because it was Rav, he put it out there and... Uh, the powers that be weren't happy at all, to be honest. But um, uh, lots of funny things, lots of funny moments. Um, oh, trying to think of the, the best ones to tell a story of. Um, <laughs> I, I, I tell you what's a good one. And again, I hope you don't mind me me, me saying it, but literally yeah. watching Harry Redknapp during a transfer window. <laughs> my office was next door, and imagine exactly how you'd imagine Harry Redknapp to be during a, 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 a transfer window. <laughs> Harry had a phone here, a phone there, talking. Yeah. Talking, arranging, and I'm just st- staring at him in awe in the office, just thinking, "Wow, you know." But it, it, I mean, that was that was that was you know, it, it, was a, it was a pleasure to see the man in action, really working like. Do that. you think we should have kept him for longer, Richard? I, I do, I do. After you know, after um, <laughs> giving him all that money to spend, <laughs> and um, you know, I mean, we we, we bought Alex Song. <laughs> yeah. You know, I felt a bit sorry for Harry because at the time a lot of the players that came in weren't weren't his first choice, and uh, these are things that often, you know, if if there is a bit of interference, that managers, you know, are, are, are cast with. Oh, he signed him, he signed him. But sometimes they don't. They might give a list of five or six people, and you know, their number six is brought in, and which doesn't give them the best the best of help really. Uh, I'm going to give a little bit of advice here to Birmingham City Football Club. Ready? We have potentially an absolute quality manager do not interfere end of That's the I think George I think I think George Friend's a good sign isn't it because he's worked with him before yeah. at Middlesbrough so it's about a say in that 
Borough yeah. fans raving about him, aren't they? Mm. Yeah. 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 But that, that's, that, that, that's a good first sign, you know, and it's a good sign because he played with Karanka before. Yeah. yeah. Really good signing. So, yeah. I mean, to be, to be honest, to be honest, on um, some of the social media and stuff, people are saying, oh, we're not spending money. We've got, you know, a freebie as the first signing. But oh, Mark, he drives mad. Which it's is, stupid. you know what, I've, I've actually, over the last couple of three, four weeks, I've actually kept off social media quite a bit, right? And 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 part of it is this this, this closed season mentality with our fans. Not mm. Rome wasn't built in a day, right? No, it that's it. Right, and we've now, after eleven years of heartbreak, got an opportunity to move forward. Let yeah. them move forward. Let them do it. Let them do it. Let the we people need... that get paid to do it do it. It's like it's we like... need experience, don't we? We need experience. experience. Experience plus the fact you've got the um, this thing about oh we haven't got a goalkeeper all of a sudden you know there's probably wheels in motion we're not going to start the season with no one are we no is it good um, we are not going to start the season without a goalkeeper Paul we are exactly. not going to start the season without a goalkeeper are we <laughs> yeah. no. I mean it's ridiculous Crank, Crank, <laughs> experienced enough to know we need a goalkeeper yeah yeah I'm pretty <laughs> but, sure but he's but looking at the same thing the lad, the lad, the lad Jaycott's a good build, isn't he? Do you know much yeah, about him, Richard? Yeah, I was, I was, um, I was there with, with Zach. Zach, Zach played a number of times in the under twenty three team as a young lad. He's, 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 yeah, really good goalie, lots of potential. So, um, again, Birmingham have always had good yeah. goalkeepers, haven't we? Oh god, always. He could Richard, be... serious question: Do you think we should have kept Lee Camp for another year? Um, even if, even, even just as a backup. He's a good guy. I think he's a really good guy in a changing room. And uh, yeah, I mean. I don't know what the ins and outs were of you know why he left or or, or whatever, but I think it'd have been if potentially if if the club deemed him not to be good enough as number one, maybe you know a good influence coming you know for a number two goalkeeper coming in. But mm. unless you're in the club and you know the reasons why people are coming in or letting go, it's very very hard to. to that say guy that. could let a howler in, right, and then he could stop a world-beating shot. Yeah, he's yeah. certainly got a lot to offer, hasn't he? You yeah. know, he's a lot of experience, Lee Camp, and I've got a lot of respect for him. I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you, I, I yeah, really I'll, do, and I mean that. I like Lee Camp; he's a good lad. Yeah, and a fair few. In the middle of our goal, Lee Camp. A fair few important penalties were saved by uh, Lee as well. Well, that, look how massive that save was against Charlton before Djokovic equalised. Oh, yeah. And in the FA, that was point yeah. blank. That was point blank. That was point blank. If that goes in, it's game over, yeah. and we can we we're yeah. relegated. Yeah. Yeah. I know football is what it is and we all have to move on and one thing or another, but you know, sometimes you've just gotta that step backwards and, and, and think about what you have actually got around you. And mm. and how all right, Lee was knocking on in football years, but how can you develop, how can you how can you retrain, how can you stop those and it was predominantly bloody right down in the far corner, right? The, the the shots that he 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 not catch hold of, you know. Do, do you really work him, work him, work him, or do you say, well, okay, it's time to go, and then we'll get somebody else? You know. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm know. sure with any player that's been let go, hopefully, I mean, you'd expect that, you know, the new manager would have been consulted on that, and you know, he might have worked with him before, he might have a view on on him, or you know, I'm sure he's got a couple of targets that he'd want to bring in himself. So those decisions would be made based on, you know. The new manager, you'd have thought. Yeah. Paul, I think mm. we, we need Richard, to move on to the. Um, keep oh. right on song, uh, feeling the passion. How much does it give you butterflies from Siobhan? Keep right on song. Yeah. Well, it's 
it, 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 it really is. I don't know another club. I mean, Stoke have got Delilah, haven't they? But I don't, oh, Delilah. Oh. Come on. That's not no, a song. On. No, I'm saying, I, you know, just, there's not many clubs with a song like that. Is There's not yeah, many yeah. clubs. That, and you know for a fact that when the Blues fans are in full song and, and singing it, you know, ten to a dozen. Nothing them. like it in the world. No, it no. outsings everybody, and the other, the opposition fans are hating it, and that, mm-hmm. and the players can associate with it, you know, and uh, the, even the yeah. word, the words sum up Birmingham City, don't they? The words, don't they? Just as you go through life, it's a long, long road, yeah. and there'll be joys and sorrows too. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. You can live your life by it, can't you? Really, you live yeah. your life by yeah. it. Yeah. Do you know what, Richard? I, I, quite often, I'm, I'm, I'm working. You know. Not building, but like wood, woodworking, doing this, that, and the other. Da, 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 da. And predominantly, I sing it all day long. I sing it constantly. I'm constantly singing that song. Really, it's a classic. It's a fantastic anthem. And it was it was it Alex Govan? It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex yeah. Govan brought it to the blues. Yeah, but obviously mm-hmm. it was uh, originally done by um, Harry Lord. Harry Lord, yeah, yeah. Harry Lord, yeah. First one. Yeah. Yeah. On the coast, didn't you? On the way to the cup final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, yeah. 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 Was it 56 or 66? I can't remember. 56. 56, 56, yeah. 56. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for almost 80 years, that has been our song. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Lauder was the best paid singer in the world at that time. Yes, you're right, yeah. 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 Craig Courtney's asking, Richard, was you in Bruges in 2011? Uh, where's, he, where's that question gone? Sorry, I lost uh, it. It says, um, if so, how did it feel having 8,000 plus Blues fans backing them? Do you know what? I wasn't in Bruges. I was in Bruges a week before because I did the scout report on Bruges. Oh, right, so okay. I, I drove over there in my car, went to their game beforehand and uh, did, did the report. Absolutely gutted that I had to work, I had to coach. And, oh, you know, God. You know, so I couldn't <laughs> get out there, but, uh, you know, I've seen the pictures and, I obviously watched the game on TV, and the way the way we uh, won that game would have been unbelievable to have been there. But no, unfortunately, I, missed yeah. that. I went to Leyland Duff Cup final. You know what? I didn't mention. I've just it just comes to mind. You're talking about the best best moments, probably, even though it was only we stayed up, but Bolton away. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Being on the yeah. I was first team coach at that time. That that was a special special day. You know. It was yeah. if we'd won a cup that day. Yeah, it was. Oh. Right, you know what, Mark? Right, guys, listen. You know what? I felt a little bit sorry for Lee Clark. Right, I think he was downtrodden. I think he was, but you know what? When, when that final whistle went at Bolton, and he ran towards the Birmingham City supporters, and he went, "It was for you. It was for you. It was for you." And then jumped into the crowd. Wow, that's passion. When you, t- I think, I, I, I was the uh, reserve manager when Lee first came in, and. I, he had a meeting with us and he said to all the staff look if, if any of you want to chat come and, come and see me if you're worried about him and I knew he wanted to bring Steve Watson to club Steve Watson's his best mate and he bought Derek Fazakli Terry McDermott so I'm thinking I'm out here I went in and Lee said look I want to bring Steve Watson in but if, if you're good enough for the job I'll give you a and from, from the minute I met Lee and I still speak to Lee as well he was as honest and as straight a guy as you could ever meet and I, I know he could only pay players a certain amount of money and he did his job. He kept the club up. Challenge for you, Richard. Mm-hmm. Series eleven. You're our first guest. Get Lee Clark on our show. <laughs> Lee Clark <laughs> would, would 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 come on the show tomorrow. Yeah, do it for us. And Zico. have a word with him. I'll have, I'll get him to get in touch with Craig Courtney. Mm-hmm. Craig Courtney's Lee our Clark diary. Ziggy, so that'd be good. 
Oh, no, yeah, some of it, I feel not the together. same way. Not together. Not together. No, no, no. Oh, dear. That, that's another story. That's, uh, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't really Would you that. do that for us, Richard? 100%. 100%. Have a word with Lee Clark. This, this, look, look. What we're now. doing tonight here with you is, is how we are every single week. We've got no hidden agendas. There's well, nothing that, you know, underhanded that we want to go on for, whatever. Right, just, we just like to have a chat with people who have or are connected to Birmingham City Football Club. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Question for me: How many additions do you think we need before the end of the window, and what areas would you like to strengthen? Do you know what? I'm going to leave that to Mr. Crank. Yeah. Now to do with me. Yeah. Now to do with me. I'm not a football manager. Don't ask me to be because definitely a goalkeeper. Eh, <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Nick's ball so Lee, in Lee, the middle um, of Lee Clark and, <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Lee, Lee Clark and Ziggy didn't go so They did have a fallout, yeah. They had a fallout and for six... Well, no, it wasn't that long, but probably three or four months when Ziggy weren't in the team, he was training with me and I, you know, in the end, I sort of helped him get back together again. But, um, you know, and obviously it all culminated fantastically that, you know, he ended up, Ziggy, uh, yeah. get, getting us back into... Um, Getting us back into the back into the yeah he's yeah, 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 yeah. No, Ziggy, I tell you, do you remember the press conference? Lee did. There was a training session, and Ziggy, I love Ziggy, but he, you know, he he, he, he he could he could he could be a bit of a moody one at times. But um, you know, I always got. On I great think his Christmas song was brilliant. <laughs> Christmas song. Yeah. He had a training session, and um, he was in the he was in the starting eleven for the game, and he just didn't try a leg. He just, mm. he, he was in a mood and he was walking around and Lee was getting frustrated and frustrated. He goes, right, that's it. He goes, right, stop. He goes, uh, changed a couple of players around and put Ziggy on the reserve team, you know, in the 11 v 11. All of a sudden, Ziggy's the best player in the world. <laughs> he's, he's running around everywhere, he's heading everything. And Lee was raging at that, like, come off the pitch and went into his press conference. If you remember, he, he said, like, that's the worst training session I've ever seen from professional football. And at that point, Ziggy obviously took big umbrage with Lee putting that in public. And yes, yeah, so... Lee said, right, go to reserves. And um, so he trained with me for, for, for three or four months. And eventually it, it forward. And, um, you know, we've fortunately got Ziggy back in the team. Lee, Lee you know, sort of took the plunge, yeah. put it back in. And he, I think he had a, he probably one of his best spells at Blues during that time. One, one, one player we haven't mentioned is Wes Harding. Obviously, he's moved on to Rotherham. And obviously, yeah. I wish him all the best. I, I feel for him a bit because when he went, when he was in his natural position at right back, I thought he was really good for us. Yeah. Okay, take us Wes Harding's benefits. I'm glad he's moved on. Yeah. 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 Bit, bit of a surprise, that one. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you yeah. know, you talk about Nathan and Damari and players like that are sort of naturally talented. Wes, Wes and Josh Cogley, whatever you, whatever you think of them, they've gone on to play in the first division. Both of them two were in the reserves for two and a half years. Now, if you're in the reserves for two, two and a half years, it usually means you're not good enough. But what both of them two boys have done is maximised their ability. And stepped up. Every single day, yeah. worked at their game. And, you know, they're both going to have a career in the game. Whatever anyone thinks of them as Blues players. And, uh, yeah, Wes was captain of the reserves for two and a half years. Finally got his chance and, and took it. And remember how he played in that last game against Fulham when we were excellent, you know. And yeah, 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 yeah. Mark's testing you out of the game. Yeah. out of the game. And that's the level Wes can get to. He really can, you know, and, you know, like you guys, wish him all the best because he's done nothing but serve the club with immense um, integrity and pride. And Josh Cogg... He's, he's pulled the shirt on and he's pulled the badge on. Listen, Wes Harding, good luck. Absolutely. Whatever yeah. you do. Do whatever you do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good luck to him. So, should we get on to your 1-11, to mate? 
Yeah, no problem. No problem. I'm... So is this the, is this from the players that you've coached for us? So it's 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 made up of um, some of them I've coached, some of them I've I've took sessions with, but not yeah. necessarily been their coach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's from all from all the years then, from the players that you've seen in the years you was at the club. Yeah, it's a tough task, isn't it? You know, someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, are, you know, to be honest, I've got Mike Taylor in there. Mike Taylor, he's the most capped player, um, most capped international player we've got. He's, he is yeah, a mate of mine, right. so I've got to put him in there. <laughs> you know, um, Mike, Mike, a, a, a top professional. He's. Um, oh, what a keeper he was! He was brilliant, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, yes. top player. Yeah, top player. But loving the fact that I've exposed myself as the blue nose tonight. But yeah, what a, what a, what a guy, what a player, and uh, he's my number one. Yeah. What are you so, playing? Four four two or? Yeah, it's the most attacking four four two ever. This team, by the way. Stephen <laughs> Carr right back. He's obviously yeah. gone down. Legendary status yeah. with all the Blues fans. But what what people don't see, you probably you probably guess it, but a top 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 pro. He um, yeah. He stood for no crap. Like he, he, he managed that changing room for Alex along with Barry Ferguson in a mm. fashion that yeah. it was the first time I'd seen it really. Just made sure everyone was pulling their weight, made sure everyone was doing the right things. But led by example, still to this day would be fit as a fiddle. Um, a yeah, I will man. always be revered, always at Blues, yeah. always. Probably for his a legend, a complete yeah. legend. Yeah. Um, I put Pedersen. Christian Pedersen at right back because you know I think he's going to go on to play in the Premier League and yeah very very good player I mean uh, Mitch Hancock's will kill me he, he, he'll want to be in the number three <laughs> a lot of time for Mitch great lad and a Blues legend as well but uh, put that ball in for for for, um, for Ziggy's goal at Ziggy. yeah but Christian Pierce was a better player than Mitch <laughs> sorry Mitch and uh, so for that reason he's got the number three uh, left back. I've said, sorry to interrupt, I've said there, I wouldn't be surprised when Chilwell goes to Chelsea, I wouldn't be surprised if Leicester come calling for Pedersen, you know. Absolutely, yeah. I think he'll go to Premier League. I think he will. Mm. Mm. Whether that's this season yeah. or next, yeah. yeah. Hopefully it's next season. I obviously hope I'm wrong. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I've got Curtis Davis and Scott Dan. It's two ah, players. superb. Yeah. Good part, good baddies. Yeah. yeah. Two, two top pros, two great guys. Been a compliment each other quite well. Scott is... Probably a little bit better on the ball than Curtis, but there's no one better at one def one, one defending as Curtis and another one that leads by example. Yeah. Um, and then I've got I've got um, Barry Ferguson in there, Barry Ferguson and Jude in the middle of midfield. Um, wow. Yeah. Barry Barry the consummate pro as well. Um, Great player. Played, yeah. played hard and 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 parted hard as well, but was always. He, he was he was probably the last one I've ever seen to run around in training with a you know a black black bag under his top to sweat out probably what he'd done at the weekend. But I know he, I know he liked to drink. But when whenever he performed for Blues, he was top drawer, wasn't he? He was. Oh, yeah. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Real yeah. deal. And, and again, marshaled that change room. You know, a tough change room really for 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 Alex really really well. But used the ball unbelievably well. Would take it in any position and 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 move it on well. And and mm. do. You know, obviously, we've talked a lot about Jude and, and Jude's ability and, and impact speaks for itself. In the wide areas, Nathan Damari, I think you've probably gleaned what I think of them pair from from yeah. already. Yeah. Two lads that were, um, you know, a pleasure to work with and have gone on to play, you know, for a number of years in the Premier League and will continue yeah. to do, so, do that. And then 
I've got Kevin Phillips and Ziggy up top. I love Ziggy. Oh, man. Oh, dear me. What oh, can we get for that now? Oh. Kevin Phillips, a good story about Kevin Phillips. He, he won't remember the session at all, but I think he was coming back from injury and would have... The Saturday morning session for the experienced pros that aren't playing on the Saturday for whatever reason, it's like the graveyard shift for them. You know, none of them really want to be trained on the Saturday morning because it's game day. But for the reserve team, it's one of your, one of your most... Um, you know, important sessions of the week to leave a play on a Sunday or a Monday. So this one session, Kevin Phillips tr was was training me, and he's you know what is he the third high scorer in the Premier League? And I was a bit nervous myself. I'm like bloody hell, I've got Kev training. What, what do you do for Kevin? So I did the whole session around finishing, loads of finishing drills, and I think you know, like I said, he probably won't remember the session, but he got clapped off the session. His finishing was unbelievable. Yeah, him and him and, Mikhail, him, him and him and Mikhail Forsell are the best two finishers I've ever yeah. seen in my time. Without a doubt, without At the doubt. Blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ziggy for for just being a legend and for being the type of guy he was, I think he's got to be in there as well. And uh, mm. I love Ziggy. We'd win the league with that, wouldn't we? Now, oh yeah. I'll tell you what, we'd score a lot of goals. We might concede a few. <laughs> We'd, we'd be bombing on for fun, but yeah, I want a team that. Hang on, you, know, hang on. you just said we might concede a few. Why did you pick them defenders? Who could concede? They'd be defending six v four. It'd just be the four of them. That's what I mean. As good as they are, they can't. They can't defend overloaded. You got to give a manager okay, time. Richard, Nick. Richard what's, what's your views on VAR? VAR. Um, I, 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 when it first came about, I thought it was a, a, a big step forward. But I think the way it's been interpreted, the way, you know, like you look at the, the goal Sheffield United scored against Villa. Well, then, I mean, that's that's a game changer. That is a relegation, isn't it? Mm -hmm. How did they not get involved with that? You know, how did they not? How, how have the police not got involved in it? It was yeah. a crime. <laughs> yeah, so if it's being used, we've got to use it properly. But if I'm honest, I think I'd, if it was up to me, I'd have goal line technology and nothing else. Yeah. Get back to what we had before. Yeah. Just have goal yeah. line technology. And, and let the referee decide what he decides. And I think it level it's le the good ones and bad ones level themselves off over the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you get you always get you always get a bad decision. You always get a good decision, don't you? You know, so themselves off every season for everybody. Just, do we I, do we I need just, all this technology in the game though? Listen, we're we're talking about the game of football, the beautiful game, right? The beautiful game, and 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 now we're yeah, putting computers and and TV screens in control of it. Where does it Come end? On. Where does it yeah. end? If you, I mean. I'm one of the ones that's in favour of it, though, if I'm honest. It's not being used properly at all, but I think back to Lebo, you're going through in the cup final, Andrew Johnson in Cardiff. The amount of times that we've been robbed, where if we'd have had it, we'd have got the right outcome. You know? I mean, that, did you remember David and Gog as well at uh, Liverpool? Oh, yeah. The penalty, yeah. 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 I mean, there's three I've said off the top of my head. There must be more. But, Paul, there's also, there's also um, going to be instances, Paul, where we've come on the, on the right side of a... a you know, a, a bad decision, so to speak. Um, I don't know. Against the bigger clubs in the Premier League, I'm not sure about that. And in the cup final <laughs> against Liverpool and Arsenal. Yeah. You know, then big, big games I mean, were played Liverpool in my was, time. was a joke. That Liverpool one was that, a yeah. joke. That was a yeah, joke that was of a decision. David Ellery should have been shot for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a, a good hard, job. Yeah. it's a good job we beat. It's a good job we beat Arsenal because we've been moaning about that as well when Bowie went through. Yeah, because yeah, that was a clear, you know, straight red card. That was, that, was, yeah. that was a red card, and, and that should have that should have gone. Anyway, listen, it's twenty forty-five, and what we haven't done for a very long time is the last fifteen minutes. However, we did have a little bit of fun today on the Tilt and Talk uh, private chat page, and uh, Chris has got 
something about he was he might have to leave the show for a couple of three minutes tonight because yeah, you never noticed on so or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. tonight for the last fifteen minutes, is anything to do with football? Anything to do with football? Not just footballers, but football as a general and furniture. There's your challenge. <laughs> now we had a little bit of a go on this, and I, I couldn't keep up because I was working something, so I couldn't keep up with all the messages, but I. I just typed, I'm crying, because some of the some of the things that these guys come up with this afternoon, that right, were proper comical. So anything to do with football and furniture, off you go. Off okay, you go. Uh, before we go to that, um, Stephen Gill says, Richard, did you ever get to meet the late Chucho? Um, what was he like? Um, not, not one-to-one, no. no. I, uh, I was around the club when he was there, uh, but I, I couldn't really have a comment on him, but uh, God rest him. God rest yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they've started. Do you remember, Chris? Chris sorry, Chris, do you remember that the night that that news broke? We played um, our opening tune. We changed it from the We Are Lads from the Tilt and mm. to Time to Say Goodbye. I remember, yeah. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Very yeah. emotional. Very yeah. emotional night, that one. Yeah. 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 Awful. Chew Chevron Okay, mm. so it's it started. Uh, Peter Couch. <laughs> Shays Long Adams. Peter Couch. <laughs> oh, this is this is the bet this is the better one. Shays Long Adams. Long Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying, I'm dying. <laughs> Troy Beanie. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Lee Couch. <laughs> Lee Couch. I think the best one I came up with was Alessandro Nesta Tables. <laughs> that was good. That was yeah, good. That's, a, that's a great one. Here's that's another one. one. Uh, Christian Pedestal. That's a good. Mark Wardrobe. Sideboard members. Who was the, Richard, who was the funniest player you've ever coached? Oh, my God. There's, there's been loads of them. The, funny, um, the funniest player I've ever coached. Paul Caddis is an absolute card. Caddy, he, he doesn't drink. Yeah. But. <laughs> Sorry. It's it's Christian pedestal. I would have said that one, yeah. That's delayed reaction. <laughs> 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 Every time we do this, it's absolutely cracks we, me we've off. We've got El Hadji Poof. Not you. There you go. Um, oh dear. Probably Paul Caddis. Great, dry sense of humour. Uh, yeah. Good guy. And uh, obviously in blues folklore, which is fantastic. Yeah, Caddy. Yeah, Always cracking jokes, always doing uh, little tricks and, 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 and different things. But over the years, there's been loads. Um, what about yeah. ben, Benno? Did you ever meet Benno? Benno, brilliant, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's on next week, he is. So, uh, yeah. yeah, he was meant to be on tonight. I'm sorry to everyone so, who was expecting right. Benno tonight. You got me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Benno coached Nottingham Forest, so I come across Benno quite a lot. And yeah, yeah funny. He's gone funny. to Middlesbrough now, isn't he? He's gone to Middlesbrough. Yeah, he's left, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's gone to Middlesbrough, yeah. Has he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, right. Over the weekend, yeah. Oh, what did you do after after we won at Bolton and stayed up? What happened then? Talk us through the celebrations. Oh, brilliant. So yeah. um in the change room, champagne, everyone's going mad. Absolutely brilliant. And um I remember on the coach coming back. Where's the story, Richard? Can I just why would you take champagne <laughs> to a game where we're potentially gonna get relegated? No, we didn't we didn't take it. We're in the change okay. room and people All right, came that's okay, cool. That. Off you go, carry on, crack on. So um Somebody nipped to Tesco's to get something. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember those pictures of the kit man? There actually was. The kit man in the, sh- in the off-license, oh, yeah, 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 getting yeah, all the beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. Uh, so, <laughs> unbelievable scenes in the changing room. You know, because we were dead and buried, weren't we? What a yeah, way to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, on the coach on the way back, everyone was just getting steaming. Uh, what, and again, I hope you don't mind me saying it. Jonathan Spector was reading a book. I always remember that because everyone was 
partying and going mad and Specs was reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> we get back anyway, we get back to the training ground and we go to, uh, I was in Lee, Cl- I think, I, I can't remember who drove Lee Clark's car. I'm sure it was someone that was sober. But um, <laughs> park, park up at Morton's and I went, go in there because everyone's coming in there. So Lee Clark's gone, in, gone to go into Morton's. Bearing in mind, all the fans and players are coming in. The bouncer said, sorry, mate, not tonight. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, fortunately, I knew the bouncer. I went, I went up to him and said, it's the Blues manager, like all the fans. So, we went in there for a little bit. Lee, Lee went off. He had a family thing. But I remember that night, literally, dancing on the bar. and all the, Everyone was singing, we don't care about Carson and all that type of stuff. And, uh, mm. yeah, I remember just then ended up. What... Well, my experience for that day, right, I was so downbeat the fact that here we are, last game of the season, and we're potentially facing yet another relegation, right? I slept in. I turned my phone off. I turned the alarms off. The TV was off. No radio was on. And I got up after the game had finished, and I then put the TV on. And my son, Luke, rings me. He said, Dad, did you hear the score? I said, no. He said, oh, and then he went through the game about who had scored, who had scored. And he said, and then in the 93rd minute, Paul Gaddis, <clears throat> he said, we're back in this division. And I, and I, and I, do you know something? I sat in this chair just here. Yeah. And he's only got one. Sharon's grandchildren were in there, in the room. And I cried like a baby. Again? Yeah. And she looked at me. What would she be? 15. Looked at me. She looked at me and I said, Bab, this is football. The goose pimples coming now. It's been talking yeah. about that. Fantastic. This is really Yeah. <laughs> you know when Lee ran into the crowd? Oh, mate, what a moment. So he ran into the crowd with all that passion. <laughs> Someone tried to nick his watch. <laughs> <laughs> what yes. the blues? That's most fans. Oh. tried to nick his watch. I never remember. <laughs> <laughs> that could only be our support. That's restored by fighting blues, man. They're all hugging him, but someone's trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> have, you got, have, you got, have you got any mementos, Richard, from your blues days? You've got any shirts or anything? I've got loads of stuff, yeah. Um, mm. Plenty of stuff in the garage I, I, could, I could go and dig out. You got anything though, Richard, that um, we could use for our chosen charity this year? Um, I'm sure I could definitely dig something out, and I'd happily uh, give. That is it a watch? <laughs> what we what we what we doing this year is. Um, I like it. Is uh, is Not- for PTSD uh, soldiers with PTSD, and um, uh, we've done an amazing amount of work already. Raised in the region of two, maybe three thousand quid mm-hmm. at the moment. And, of course, we'd like to up that. And obviously, with COVID going on, we had a big programme of what was going to happen. Uh, but, unfortunately, we've had to put it all on hold. Mm-hmm. We're about to resurge it this next week. Yep. Okay, not this week now. Mm-hmm. Now that the pubs are kind of getting back to a little bit of normality. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah's going to have her hair dyed royal blue. Uh, she's raised over 800 quid for that already. That's mm-hmm. all safe. It's in our safe. PTSD charity know all about it. They know about every penny. Um, but what we'd like to do, obviously, is you know get some more. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've I've, uh, I've got a couple of shirts um, that, I, that I happily donate. What what a fantastic Superb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. you ain't got that blues those costume, have you? <laughs> yeah, it, I tell you what. If you want to get five pounds, that'll fetch five pounds. That one, yeah. We, we've actually what, that blue nose costume. <laughs> Maybe it wouldn't even fetch that, would it? I'd uh, pay a tenner for it, easy, yeah. easy, straight off, mate. 
Yeah. Is it still yeah. around you? It's got to be somewhere, isn't it? It's got to be somewhere. It's got to be somewhere. I like this one off Pete. I like I like this one off Pete Taylor. Viv Solomon Ottoman. Uh, <laughs> I, I quite like um, Ober Sophie Martins. <laughs> okay, let's read some of these out. My computer's hanging, uh, um, Paul. So I don't know. You, can... do you want me to do it? Yeah, yeah go for it. Uh, Frank Frank Lampshade. Oh, uh, Jimmy Bookcase. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Furrugson. <laughs> oh, Alex Furrugson. Viv Solomon Ottoman, which we've just done. Uh, Nicky Butler. Oh, God, can't, can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you just did. Oh, God. Oh, I'm not going to read anymore. I'm not, um, Maxus Letizia. <laughs> That's a good one. Collins a few we had Foley. earlier. Um, Ikea, Ikea Cassius was a good one as well. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for slipping that one in. Oh, God, I've done it. Mattress Leticia. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, great. Stand now, that's a good one. <laughs> so you're week, you're week ahead of you now, Richard. Are you training, back in training now, tomorrow, every day? Yeah, um, we, we, we're back in, yeah. The lads are working very hard. It's pre-season, so it's um, a big physical element to the session. But we're diving straight in with the tactical work as well, trying to um, get ahead on that. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're in tomorrow at Studley, early doors. Uh, Tom Ross is coming over, actually, to, to, to pay a visit. to Friend of the show. Good old Say hello. Show. Yeah, great guy, Tom. Legend. Give him yeah. our regards when you see him. Oh, will do. That Absolutely. drive home, that, that, that drive home, obviously, before lockdown, that drive home after the game is just not the same, is it, without Tom's voice on that radio? Uh, no. <laughs> Absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right. It's, like, it's, like, it's like watching Planet Earth, if you can imagine, without David Attenborough's voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Do you know what it is to me, Paul? <laughs> It's like the Queen's speech on Christmas Day to me, dear boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some things are just never the same again, are they? No, no. I just hope. I just hope football's the same when we get back. Oh, it'll be. It'll be made, that first game back, mate, is going to be unbelievable. I reckon we'll sell out. There's a there's a program on TV, um, and it, it looks back at old games from the sixties. Uh, sorry, the seventies, eighties. Oh, the big the big match, Nick. Yeah, yes, right. mate. Yeah, yeah. Thank oh, you. TV right. Yeah. And Blues were on it the other night, playing yes. Derby. Yeah. We oh, beat them two, two. And Hugh Johns, right? Hugh Johns was commentating on that game. And I remember him as like a five-year-old child. Hugh Johns on a Sunday afternoon on Star Soccer. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Again, an iconic mm. voice. Another, yeah. And, yeah. and Tom's got an absolute iconic voice as well. Just sorry, Nick. Just very quickly as well. We've recently promoted as well Mike Johns within the. Well, sorry, Mike Dodds. Sorry, not Johns. Mike Dodds um, within the academy to head of professional development. Have you oh, worked right. with him before, Richard? Yeah, he was there when I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I used to work. I, I used to work with Mike's uh, mom, Wendy. She's a lovely lady. But I remember a few years ago, Mike used to um, get some of the tops for me off the training ground. So yeah. I, I owe him for that. <laughs> there you go. Nick, you go. Nick, just going back to that game, Nick, uh, when we beat Derby, that yeah. was the season Derby went on to win the the, the um, champion. Oh, was the it really? Yeah, really? Yeah, they, yeah, they were the yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they were the. Uh, I mean, listen, you know what, Chris? Well, we've got the names that were coming out: Kenny Ibbitt, Trevor Francis, yeah. Kenny Burns, and yeah. you know what? Oh man, I was, team, game. I was yeah. probably at that game because it was 1974. I started yeah. going in 1973, mm. uh, way before Richard was born. Might I say, ladies yeah. and gentlemen? Arlington. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Hector. Oh, there were some great, great yeah. players on the yeah. Derby seat. That was a great yeah. team, that. Yeah. So, head of professional development, then, what role's that? What, what's, what's that involved, you know? Um, I, I, I saw the story. So, I think uh, Dodge's role is going to be now sort of overseeing the under 16 groups, the under 23 groups. So, there's lots and lots of jobs now to get created in academies. Um, 
I just wish him all the best in that role. Dodgy is, and he's a nice guy. So, um, good yeah. luck to him. But yeah, it's, I suppose that would be overseeing those age groups. Um, okay. Obviously, each of those age groups would have a coach. He would go in and help help the coaches and uh, support where necessary, I suppose. Yeah. It's a new role. Cool. I haven't heard of that one before. No, no, okay. Yeah. And do you think Craig Gardner will go on and be a good coach as well? Yeah, I'm sure he will. Obviously, got a, another guy's got a lot to offer. Passion. Um, mm. Lots of passion. Lots of passion. Yeah, good guy. Mm. Obviously, big Blues fan as well, which is always nice to keep that connection, isn't it? I think yeah. it's important. I really do. You know, a few, a few of the people that are fans have come away from the club over the last few years, unfortunately. Too many, really, in my, you know, in, in, in my opinion. But hopefully, Craig can keep that connection going. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm sure Craig will want to become a, a good coach. Mm-hmm. Did you get Did you get to many games yourself, Richard? Last year, did you get to see Blues, you know, in the flesh. No, I, 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 I saw um, quite a few on telly. Well, mm. obviously, any time on telly, I watched them and uh, a few of the streams and things like that. But I was I was always coaching, so it it, yeah. it, it often clash. Um, we understand that it's difficult, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. John, no, I always, you know, I always so. obviously always watch as many as I can. And to be fair, I, I, I do try and go down. John, do you know John White? John, John, uh, big, big, big blues fan. He's got um, a couple of no. seats. He always, he always lets me have his seat. If um, as for me, yeah. I'd walk a thousand miles over broken glass in a red hot desert just to hear that mm. whistle. Yeah, we're off. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, everybody. Can't wait for that. It's only Coke. <laughs> well, there's talks of them. There's talks of them. There's talks of trolls, isn't there? With like less fans in. In October, time was talked about, but whether that's going to happen or not, I don't know. Well, I just, I, funny you should say that, Paul. I'm just wondering how they're going to do the, you know, for like us, like, you know, lucky enough to have a season ticket, but it's going to be like a lottery every week, isn't it? It's, mm. How are they going to do it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What is, is at the minute, we've, we've all got, uh, right, and, and you all know that I work in pubs and it's a very difficult environment to work in. Mm. Um, we've just got to um, stick with the guidelines. Mm. Right, just be grateful, right? Okay, that we're not like that wonderful gentleman who spent 59 days in intensive care, yeah, it was a fan with COVID, yeah, mm. and 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 think about others as well as yourself because that to me is the most important thing. And I've, I've, I've seen some crazy incidents in, in, in and around the pubs, you know, one way system, so somebody decides to walk out the door backwards. What an idiot. Why? Mm. You know, when we're trying our best, number one, to keep you safe, number two, to keep me safe, and number three, to keep the businesses open, Mm. just Mm. stick to the guidelines, right? Mm. we, We will get back to some kind of normality eventually. And if that takes another year, 18 months, two years, well, hey ho, so be it. You know what? Because I'd rather be alive than be an idiot. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather be alive than dead. Just, <laughs> Are you not like, dead yet? I just prefer it. You know, it's one of things. You're not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's, nobody's come to collect your sofa tonight. They have, yes, they have. Oh, you they never, have. They have. Yeah, I'm really clever. I didn't really see co- your sneak no, 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 no. I just put a cardboard cutout here, right, yeah. with my beautiful head on it, and you never noticed. Ouch! <laughs> what, you printed it. <laughs> yeah, you never noticed. He's probably been well, ladies and gents, <laughs> girls and boys. Wow, it's nine o'clock already. What can I say? Oh, God blimey. This, somebody's questioned earlier, is this season 10 or season 11? It's actually season 11. 10. 
Oh. It's not. It's season 10. This is, oh, is season it? 10. But we've been going for 11 years, haven't we? Ten, this, we're in our 10th year. We're still in our 10th year. We'll be in our 11th year next year. <sighs> Kids. <laughs> Can't teach him anything. Monday night math. Okay, so um, tonight's opening notes then said season 11. (laughs) We're going to have to change that and edit it to go for season 10. I just probably feel a year older than I really do, Chris, to be honest with you. And I can't believe, Chris Brown, that I've now known you for a sixth of my life nearly. Over. 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 And that first ever one we did with them plastic microphones and one table and the wonky chair and you cut that used to rip my legs to bits. <laughs> and now we're on Zoom and you know what we can get? We can get special guests in and they don't have to travel. Yeah, great that they put themselves out for an hour and a half. Absolutely superb. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I think this is going to be the season to remember, to be honest with you. Right? Certainly within the Talk and Talk. I'm hoping and praying it's a season to be remembered at St Andrews as well. Well, thanks to Boyle Sports, our principal sponsors of Birmingham City Football Club, and of course our sponsors too, and SAS Autos, and our friends at um, where? Board to the Labour Club, of course. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm glad you're on the ball. <laughs> Richard, it's been an absolute joy to have you in tonight, mate. It's been, a, you know, a great insight into, you know, what your time was like at Blues and what you're doing now and, and one thing and another. We wish you all the very best for the future. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely genuinely meant, and, and please, 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 get in touch with Lee, right? Yeah. Bless yeah. you, I really appreciate that. And you know what? Um, that would be, for me, and, uh, do you know why? Because for me, I genuinely think he wasn't a bad bloke. He wasn't a bad bloke. He wasn't a bad bloke. I can promise you he's a, he's a really... And he wasn't a bad manager. No, no. And I just think he didn't have the resources, the time, the, and everything else, like... But listen, like Birmingham City Football Club, come on now, look, we have an opportunity with Mr Karanka to now move our club forward at last. Back off, lay off, leave him to do the job, give him the resources he needs, back him, and we will back you. 100% we will back you. 100%, even in this COVID horrible, horrible times. But listen... And please take this on board. And I know that many people do listen from the club. Listen to the fans. Paul. Absolutely. Just echo everything you just said. And, uh, we, we, you know, it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. But if he is given time and, and it is the way he wants it to be, then... Absolutely. Then Mark, your closing comments. Who knows, in the next two to three seasons, we could be in the yeah. Champions League. Well, you never know. You never know. <laughs> I, did say, I did say about six years ago, in six years' time, we would be in the uh, top of the Premier League. And I said that I had 2020 vision. <laughs> Mark, you're, you're close. I'm just for being in the Premier League. Nick, forget I'd, the Champions League. I, I'm, I'm pretty much the same. Um, I think it's a really good positive um, uh, step. Let's hope we um, keep him a, a bit longer than he, he stayed at Forest. Because they were sort of in a, a similar uh, sort of boat, but um, I'm, I'm well chuffed to be honest. Well, it's Great. really good. Chris Brown. Sorry, my <laughs> closing thoughts. Your, your closing thoughts. <laughs> yes, everybody, just keep right blooming on. Richard Beale, thank you so 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 very much for being with us yes, tonight. God, God bless I'll you. We really you. appreciate thank you giving you your own personal time up and uh, you know 
and, and you know, get in touch with Lee because I think that's I one that we would savour. And yeah. you know, and that Zinley. moment, that moment when he ran up to that crowd and went, "That was for you. It was for you. It was for you." And then jumped in, and then, as I didn't know, nearly had his white star. <laughs> Great story, um, great story. Thanks, thanks for having me on, really enjoyed Good it. Nice. Richard, story. bless you, mate. And, 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 and listen, all the best in your career, my friend. All the best in your career. You, this is Brown. Good night. Good night. Mark Adams, good night. Good night, everyone. And Mr. Hipkiss. Good night, all. Keep right on. Richard. Keep right on. Bye, everybody. Cheers. Thank and you. Myself. Keep right on. Keep the faith. But Birmingham City, leave this man to do his job. End. Good night. We have the Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.